Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. It is the Redman TV podcast. What a panel of guests we've got lined up for you live today on YouTube. I mean, if you listen to this after the fact, unlucky, you've missed out big time. Um, We've got... Uh, Mr. Chris Pajak, of course. So I feel like when we've got a really good panel, I feel he gets underserved to touch. So we've got the man, the legend. I'll be fine. My my life mate, Chris Pajak. Yeah, I, I decided to. I'm I, really I, excited for today's show, Paul. We've got such a great panel of guests. I really hope I can up my game. <laughs> Better fucking I'll do. Um, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, TV Zone, the sensational James Sutton. Hi, James. All right, mate. And joining us, and the person who is one of the hardest person people on the planet to introduce because she is so ridiculously multi-talented. Um, it's actually getting to the point where we might have to start saying what Chelsea can't do uh, <laughs> as a quicker way of introducing her. She's yet to be; she hasn't been to space yet. Uh, but other than that, she's pretty much conquered every other aspect of the media. Uh, Chelsea guys joined us on the podcast for the first yeah. time. Chelsea, good to see you. Hi, boys. How are you? You okay? Happy oh. still? Mmm, aren't we all just? Uh, apart from the fact that, of course, having to deal with minge bags online ever since Liverpool <laughs> dropped points. But there you go. Um, right, kickoff question this week comes from Jimmy Cully. Uh, good old Jay. Uh, <laughs> he says, and I'll start with Chris on this one. Uh, if you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? I probably can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, but also, Paul, you're probably best placed to answer this question <laughs> rather than me. So I'll start you with I was drunk. Yeah. And because it's 11 o'clock in the morning and we're live, I'm going to say I robbed a fried chicken store. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think if, look, if, if someone told me, if I got a phone call and it was like Chris has been locked up, I would be. Where did they find him drunk? Would be the, would be probably the first question. First question I asked, and the answer would probably be the five ways roundabout, um, because it's th- there are numerous examples of you having a little a little kip there on the room. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think that would be fair. James, uh, what would your friends presume? Prob- they probably assume it was a driving offence because <laughs> I have. A history of doing really fucking stupid stuff behind the wheel. Uh, yeah, I have many, many points. 
I've had many, many uh, of those horrible driving things, those courses you have to go on. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they probably assume that I need to overturn the car or, you know, smash, smash the wall up or something. Cause, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not great. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's great. Chelsea, go on. What would, what, what's the crime you're most likely to have committed? So I've got my second driving lesson today. So hopefully I don't take a leaf out of James's book. Um, but to be honest, you know what? The, the weirdest thing. The other the other day, I'm staying in my mum's in lockdown. I've come back here, and she's got a neighbour, and she's just a nightmare. She's just one of them. She hates scousers. She's like, I'm from Chester and all that. And the other day, she just started kicking off at me because I wore my Dr. Martens in the house, and she could hear them from next door. So I think with all that, my mum would probably think I kicked off with the old woman next door or something. <laughs> yeah, they found the old woman still up with yeah. Dr. Martens, like she races. Yeah. Mate, honestly. Yeah. I am. Doctor I, I, Martins, did you call them by the way? Well, Doctor Martins, but you know, for the old crowd. Doctor Martins, it too long. Doctor Martins, yes, it's really stubborn. Yeah, this is the this is the posh side of St Julie's coming out there. I didn't really know there was one. Um, so <laughs> um, right, uh, I, 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 yeah, the driving offence thing because it's quite funny because I've been I've laughed at people who've had to go on those uh, driver um, what they call driver improvement courses or whatever. And I, Chris had one a few weeks ago, didn't you? And um, you'll never guess I what letter came through my letterbox this week, Chris. Oh, did he? You <laughs> kept that quiet, you little bitch. Yeah. Have you got one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mate, I- I've got what to tell to me now. Uh, I, it was th- 38 in the 30, which I think... Oh. Speeding up or slowing down? No, I, I, I genuinely, like, I, I, I'm so pissed off it's untrue because I've never, ever, ever had that. And I just, I had a, I'd had a, tw- I'd had a twat of a day. I'd gone the dentist. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no. I needed the, I needed <laughs> the, the, the It was late. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard it all before, lads. Um, I had, say you were doing it. I had to go, but I had to go to the dentist. I had to get the things fitted for my braces again. So I had, I, I, they had to file my teeth down, which oh. is horrendous. And then I got in the car, and then I got caught speed and go back to back to work afterwards. Like that is a twat of a day. That <laughs> there's no other way to describe it. So yeah, I don't know. I probably, prob- I'll, I'll go with that for now. Uh, right, okay, we're gonna get through. Uh, our guests have all brought a topic to the table, apart from James, who had one handed to him, because uh, that's how, that's how. No, but that's James. That's how you roll. Like, unbelievable you know. that you stitched me up like that. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, no. Look, you chose. You didn't, we didn't just give you one. We gave you a selection to choose from, and you chose. And you chose. So there was an element of freedom of choice in there. <laughs> Bad form. Bad really. It's a good topic that Ross handed to you anyway. Um, so uh, I, I, we're gonna t- I'm gonna talk about uh, Lovren's potential contract extension. Chris wants to talk about the Man City um, ban being overturned by the Court of Arbitration for Sport. Um, James wants to talk about Liverpool, the points record of blood and the youth. And Chelsea wants to discuss the best and worst Liverpool kits and best and worst names on the back. Um, and I already know Chris's, and it's gonna be. <laughs> Can't wait! I can't wait for us to talk. It gets brought up once a year. It's like we are talking Christmas. player names, though, right? This time, okay. yeah. Just stick to player names, not just the worst names that you've had on the back. <laughs> oh God! Oh yes, I forgot about that. Oh yes, there's two. 
There's not just the worst player name he's had on the... Oh, great. Oh, I can't wait. Let's just I'll do the whole podcast of this. Um, right, if you're watching live, you can comment along. Of course you can. Uh, you can leave your thoughts on any of the topics, and we'll get to some of them a little bit later on. And you can get access to custom emotes and additional content if you join up to uh, YouTube membership for us as well. Tier 1 is just access to the emotes. Tier 2 and Tier 3 gets you the final word show as well, which is 60 minutes after every single game. Boss show, and you can get involved with that uh, right let's uh, let's start then uh, Chris Liverpool we, in, in the space of a few days we've gone from Liverpool likely to sell Lovren to Zenit St Petersburg to Liverpool likely to activate uh, Lovren's contract extension option and I have to be careful with this because um, I've been thinking a lot about like the end of Dejan Lovren more than what I should do because look at the, I think he's been I think I think he's been a good servant to the club. I think he's actually a pretty good centre back, as much as we do slaughter him a lot. And look, not it's not necessarily unjustified. Um, but um there's a part of me that's a little disappointed because I was ready to I was ready to be rid of Dejan Lovren, to be honest. But can you see a case why it would be a sensible move to extend this contract? Yes, absolutely. I mean, you could start that again with we've gone from Liverpool set to sell Dejan Lovren to Zenit St. Petersburg to Liverpool set to sell Lovren to Zenit St. Petersburg for slightly more money because they're extending his contract and therefore his value. Uh, okay. Which I think is exactly <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. Um, look, look. They might they might have looked at it and gone, we can't bring somebody in for twenty million, which is what it would replace to what it would cost to replace Dejan Lovren into this side. So why wouldn't you? But he's now got he now will have two years on his contract. So Zenit was sniffing around, probably January time. They'd maybe put a bid in for him, get him for free at the end of the year, whatever. Now they've stopped that. And they've just said, look, if you want him, you're going to have to pay for him. But if you don't pay for him, we'll happily keep him because we know that we've got two years on his contract now. So it's the smart thing to do, whatever they decide to do with him. As yeah. far as I see it, it's 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 a tough one when you talk about um, Lovren, isn't it, Chelsea? Because he carries with him a lot of baggage, and we, and moreover, we as fans carry a lot of Lovren's shaped and sized baggage around with us as well. Um, because we've had to, when you a player that you have a player for that long, and when look, he's come through from a time where Liverpool weren't great. Um, it hasn't helped him, but we forget very quickly. It only takes one bad moment for Lovren for us to remember all the other ones that have come with him. Yeah, I think, you know what, I put a tweet up when um, that terrible Arsenal game, David Luiz come on and got a red card, give a penalty. And I just tweeted saying, listen, I don't want to hear any Reds moaning about Dejan when we could have David Luiz. Like, you know, and, and then I'm kind of like you, Chris, as well. Like, you know, I think, oh, yeah, he does make mistakes and he does this. But then there's a part of me, the romantic in me. I go, oh, but that Brucey Dortmund goal and, like, little things like that. Like, he, he has and, – and he's a nice guy as well. Like, you see him and Mo Salad all the time together, like, bantering. And he seems like a decent, genuine lad. And I'm sure he doesn't go out on the pitch and go, I know what I'm going to do today. A massive mistake. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like there is a part of me as well that's, like, got a little soft spot for him. But, you know, you're talking about – being champions now you're talking about pushing on trying to win it again trying to dominate again and he is a bit of a weak link isn't he in that squad when you look at what we've got um so yeah I'm a bit like you you know maybe it's time to go but there's a little yeah. part of me 
Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing is that is we're allowed to have fond memories of players, even if we can all, who also have really negative memories of them <laughs> as well. And like he, he has, he, he's performed some heroics, but I, I, th- I think Chelsea's point there about I don't think he goes out on the pitch thinking I'm going to make a massive mistake. <laughs> but I actually think that's part of his problem. And anyway, and so, you know, people might call that an elite mentality. You know what I mean? Not remembering your uh, your, your <laughs> mistakes, but it's there's also that those who uh, forget history are doomed to repeat it. And the Lovren mistake is being like, ah, I. I Lovren gladiator take the pitch to destroy and, and he basically goes out and makes an absolute you know gets into fights that he can't win did you see he, did you see he done a he done an interview didn't he and he said he, he thinks he's the best centre-back or something like that like when Croatia got to the uh, the final like, or yeah the final and he was like you know on paper I'm probably one of the best centre-backs and he got hammered for it didn't he but Listen, he's definitely got that check mentality or whatever. Yeah, he he went. I mean, in fact, I remember that Jesus Sorry. and Klopp actually, Klopp actually got asked after the fact, and he was like, "What did you think about Dejan Lovren's comments?" And he went, he laughed, and then went, "Yeah, like <laughs> he, he probably shouldn't be saying that." Not to say that he's not like he's not good, yeah. but you other can't. people should say that, not him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 He has he has got he has got quite a high opinion of himself, which I mean, you know. There's an argument that as a you know as a as a, as a Premier League football you've got to back yourself, but equally like he just opens his mouth and he, all the time you know when Lovren like there was a season there was a couple of years ago where every time I don't know if he was like interviewers were seeking him out specifically because they knew he'd say something mental, but he kept saying like he was like just shut up Dejan just shut <laughs> up and let the football do the talking. Equally, I think you know, but yeah, he has given us some good moments, but. Could you honestly say that he's improved at all in the past sort of four or five years? Not really for me. I think he's a bit of a throwback to a you know to a previous kind of Liverpool regime, and I just think, I just think it for me it would be it's time to time to move on, lad. Time to you know I'd, I'd love us I'd love us to to you know maybe maybe go out and get a you know a, 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 another youngster or. Perhaps you know someone on the cheap and improve them because I just don't see how Dejan Lovren improves as a player. Yeah. I don't see how he improves us when he's on the field. I mean, he's just as a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> Bless his little cotton socks. I, I don't think the issue personally, and this is probably an unpopular opinion. I don't think the issue is is he supposed to improve us? He's, it's it's more a case of like don't let us fall too far from our high standards. And I think Lovren can do that if I'm honest. Like. You know, I think Nat Phillips is a is a player that we brought back, you know, and then and then he went back out on loan and stuff. He's not at Lovren's level. I'm not sure we can get somebody in who has the experience of Dejan Lovren, who has played with these players. Quite frankly, that's a that's a thing. You know, if you're coming in as a centre half, fourth choice to Liverpool Football Club, you're gonna get let's say ten games a season. Well, how many games practice do you need with the lads? To, to even form any type of an understanding with them. I don't think it's a short-term option. Again, I do think it's an unpopular opinion that it's bad to keep him. I think yeah. for what we've got as a 4-3 centre-half, name me a better one in the Premier League, 4-3 centre-half than Dejan Lovren. I think everybody would struggle to do that. Add that the wealth of experience. Add that the fact that he knows these lads, that he's part of this squad. And I think we just get wound up about things for no reason. Go on, James. But do you not, do you not, do you not think it would be better to, to, to swap someone like Dejan Lovren for a young, hungry defender that's desperate to improve, desperate to prove himself and to, and to Jurgen Klopp and force his way into the team. Because also, you know, when you're competing for positions, you know, it, it, it gives everyone a boost. 
you know, if if you're if you're if you're Gomez or someone, and you've got someone breathing down your neck saying, "Lad, if you make a couple of mistakes, I'm having your spot." Right now, that's not the case. And Dejan Lovren's only going to get those games through injury or maybe rotation in a cup game. He's not he's not going to improve that squad dynamic by forcing everyone else to raise their game. Yeah, no, look, fair points. I I, I actually agree with them. Gomez is the young, hungry one that's just done it to Joel Matip. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and Matip was in incredible form when we got yeah. to that Champions League final in Kiev. And Matip's breathing down Joe's neck, as I see it, when he's fit. Um, now, I don't think it's very often that the four-choice centre-half really takes a run at the at the established pairing, personally. But, uh, you know, I, I would I would like a young player to be there and learning his trade and all that type of stuff. But also, we're Premier League champions, you know, mm. and we, we've got to be able to perform at the level right then and then. And the point is, it's not that you can still have those players. You can take them out and you can keep them around the squad if you want. You may be not getting the game time that they deserve that you're talking about. But... The, the the thing for me is it, it's about maintaining that level. Now, if there is an injury, you are then relying on somebody and can a young player who's maybe 20, 21 years old, can they keep the level of consistency up that you need should the worst happen? That's a question for Klopp. I couldn't tell you the answer. The, the point and is... The point is, sorry, Chris, is that we've got Sepp Vandenberg there and Keanu Hoover, who are both 18. So I don't, you know, it depends what what does Young look like, and and if and if that's the case, and I wonder Chelsea whether there's a degree to which Chris might be right, it might be protecting his value. It might also just be saying the point is you're not getting better than Lovren for a third or fourth choice centre half, and if you buy another two years. All of a sudden, your young centre-halves, who are a bit green and aren't ready, might actually be ready by that point. You know, you might have Keanu Hoover might just need another season because we've not seen him in, in this end-of-season run, whereas Nico Williams, Klopp clearly thinks he's ready, clearly thinks Curtis Jones is ready, maybe Harvey Elliott, but the defenders maybe might be another year behind that. Yeah, no, it's the same. I think me and Chris had a chat as well the other day, um, and, and I was saying, you know, it's it's different now. Like we said, we are champions and you look at the City squad and we were talking about their depth in it, but it's hard to bring someone in, like an established, decent centre-back who you can go, you know what, you're going to sit 90% on the bench for the whole season. But if Virgil or Gomez or Joel, um, they have an injury, then you can get a game. It's very hard to bring someone in who who is, you know, a professional, proper fucking amazing and is going to be all right to sit on the bench. So what do you do? I, I think it's not it's not the worst idea to keep Lovren just there. If he's okay and he's like, I'm I'm happy to be here, do me time, you know what I mean? Come on when need be, give it me all. Like he said, he's established, you know, he's he's been there for a few seasons. Is it the worst thing? I don't know. I know, I think it's I think it's definitely an interesting one. I, I just wonder whether Chris as well is that given the climate um, we're getting told that Liverpool don't have maybe any money to spend in in the window. I'm not sure how true that is, but I think on the on the in terms of taking a gamble in the transfer market, taking a gamble on a new centre half that's going to cost money. Feels who else? Bit, yeah. Who else in the Premier League now? If we could all have a pick, who do you think would take his place there on the bet? Who'd be happy to come? Like you look at like even Bournemouth, like Nathan Aki and all people like that. Who are he's the only one. Him. He's the I'm only think, one who I would mention. Like before. I was thinking there of him, but like again, is he is? Would he really want to come? He's playing week in week out. He's sometimes he's captain wearing the armband, isn't he there? And I know it's Bournemouth, and you're not, you know, you're not in Europe and all that, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like as a young player, this what what would you do? Would you want to come to Liverpool and just sit there for ninety percent of the time, or would you rather 
play week in, week out. Depends how good, how, how good he thinks he is, isn't it? Go on, go on, dude. I mean, he's 20, I think Nathan Ake is like 24, 25, maybe. Oh, is he, yeah. So he's, you know, he's, he's, but you're right. I think that feeds into your point, Chelsea, to be honest, is that, you know, he's in the prime of his career or he's about to enter his prime years. Does he's he also about to... to enter the championship by all accounts. Well, also, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that may come into it slightly more than anything else. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I totally agree with everything Chelsea just said as well. And it's a really, it's, you know, it's a hard sell, man. How do you sell that to somebody at the, you know, who's approaching the pinnacle of their career despite being relegated? Do you want to come and sit on the bench for a few years? You know, that's that's a tough sell. Regardless yeah. of us being... I'm just going to turn my Alexa off because she keeps beeping. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> Hold that thought. Bad Alexa. Um, yeah. So anyway, Chris, that, that, I mean, the, the thing I'm kind of saying there is if you you might only have enough money to genuinely fix one area of the squad going for one player. Lovren is a not an idea. He's a... In that in that context it's a reasonably clever solution to keep Lovren for another year because of all the things you stated and if it just means that you might need that 10 million or an extra whatever extra millions it is to put towards something else whether it's this summer or whether it's in January or whatever that that might factor into the overall thinking for what it's worth if someone came in with a 20 million pound bid for Lovren I'd be pushing him out the door right and I'd be looking, and I do think you might be able to find someone for twenty million that can do his job in the squad. Who's probably got more of a future. Um, I just think he, <clears throat> with the climate, as, as you mentioned, there it's it just it seems like smart business for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that means that you know we sit on Lovren and he plays five games next season, I don't see that a bit as a big deal, quite honestly. Like I mean, I don't know how many games he's played this season. Probably, I'd hazard to guess about fifteen, maybe. Um, yeah, I'd guess it might be slightly oh. less next season. We're living in a world where we've all got computers in front of us. Let's find out the answer. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's about fifteen games, something like that. Maybe maybe a touch more. Hang on a second. Have you do, are you doing this like I reckon it's approximately fifteen <laughs> games nine from a substitute bench totaling about twelve hundred minutes this season, kids. Uh, and oh, then all and I've got open is LFC history kits for fucking Chelsea's thing. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I, so 10 Premier League appearances, uh, 15 in total, uh, with just under, just 10 minutes shy of 1,200 minutes this this, this season for Dexy Love. Oh. So, so, yeah, I mean, I don't And he made 17 mistakes. mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and about 5 million quid. Probably for that as well. Like, um, fair play to him. Good work if you can get it, eh? I tell you yeah. what, I'd swap places with him any day of the week, mate. Mate, did you see Gareth Bale? There's a picture of Gareth Bale come out and where Zidane's made his fifth sub and he's just got his eye mask on on the bench and it's like <laughs> the, the look of a man who's on 600 grand a week, not <laughs> I was I was looking at that, I didn't know the context of that photo and I thought, I wonder what that, because it'd be even funnier if he just like had been told he wasn't coming on at the start <laughs> and just walked, and had the entire match with his, with his mask covering his face so he could have a kit. just, yeah, <laughs> genuinely. Is. That's gonna make a hell of a book at some point. The guy, but he won't be asked to write it. That's the only problem. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So we're gonna move actually just quickly. I'll just nip to um, to some of the comments on this one. Uh, Sonic saying uh, Lovren's biggest weakness is that he needs to run a three or four games to get back to his best, which doesn't suit his place in the squad as a fourth choice. He's awful when he's dropped in cold. I mean, Jamie Carragher's reaction in the Merseyside derby when his head nearly fell off when Lovren when Lovren came on probably tells you a lot about that. Um, Jim says, uh, what a disastrous thing it would be to extend that clown's contract. Wow. 
Wisby saying what's Carrot up to nowadays? We all know the answer to that, but I get the point. Uh, Nathan Fitzpatrick of Lovren Leeds, I think Klopp will use Fabinho as a fourth option. Possibly. Why did he capitalise the final part? I have no idea why he capitalised that, but I thought that <laughs> it was best that I read it with capitalisation, just because it's clearly what he intended. Um, Ryan Farmer, who's a Redmen member, they're saying, uh, who would everyone replace him with? And yeah, I think we've discussed that quite well. I think it's tough, isn't it? I, you know, in an, I, I, none of us knows what the transfer market looks like. I, Nathan Ake feels sensible to me because... Because of the relegation thing, uh, Chelsea. Because he's a he's a good player, isn't he? He's you good, know? yeah. Um, but it's yeah. And, and again, there's a lot of problems that come with it. But putting the problems aside, he's probably about the right age. Most of our centre halves are heading towards thirty or youngish, like Gomez and, and younger. That he's actually his age wise, he fits right nicely in the gap. I just think as well, like as a, as a player, like you know, probably Liverpool aren't going to be the only one to go in from. You look at you know, I don't know, maybe Tottenham or yeah, I don't know. You know, Chelsea, who knows? But so if, you know, Frank sat down with him and he goes, listen, you're going to be my first choice centre-back for the whole season. We're pushing for Europe, we're doing this. The whole new squad and club goes, yeah, you're going to be fourth place, you know. What what do you do? That He's not going to, I mean, he might, but I think as a player, you want to play. That's all they talk about, wanting minutes, wanting to play, wanting to be a fan's favourite. And you're not really a fourth choice centre-back, are you? Um, so... That's think, just my point, I think it's interesting, yeah. Keep your suggestions coming in the comments. Uh, we're going to move on. Chris, what do you want to talk about? Manchester City. Manchester oh. City. <laughs> but, like, look, I'll, I'll start off, right? I, I think it's hilarious the way that people react to it. Like, we know for a fact that they did the dirty and all that type of stuff. Now, you can guess and you can have these things, but the, I, what annoys me is actually the split between, like, people and stuff like that. Like, City fans who... And, and we've all done this, by the way. And I, I'll talk for myself here, the Suarez stuff and the racism. Like, I was on the wrong side of that argument because I couldn't put my love for Liverpool Football Club to one side. Like, but ha- having, like, researched it and seen what came off the back of it, you can understand that, you know, I was, I was well in the wrong there. And I think football fans are just too quick to jump at the defence of their own football club. And it, it's... It, it makes me sick, actually, that we're so easily led like yeah. that as people that we're able to do that. I mean, look, I think everybody probably knows that Manchester City probably have done something naughty, but um, it's not been proved. Now, whether that's because of this time-barred element, which seems to be the big thing, um, you know, it's over five years old or whatever, but really I want to talk about that and just talk about what everybody's opinion is. James, we'll start with you, mate. What do you think this means for FFP to start with? Um, God, where to start? I think it. it, it okay, on the one hand, it, it it sets a precedent, doesn't it, to 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 all the other big clubs or supposed you know supposed big clubs of where their spending lies and what what they're allowed to do and what rules they're allowed to bend. What will be really interesting is if there is a if there is a um a much deeper statement that gets released about exactly what was uncovered, exactly what they did, and there's a, and there's more details to come out about it because I feel like at the moment. It's all we, you know, they've won their appeal and that's kind of the line's been drawn. But I'd like to know, I'd like to know a bit more, like you were saying before. I'd like to know, you know, where they, where they, where they, what they, what, what they did wrong. You know, I'd like to know um, if, if there was, you know, grey areas there because I just feel like, you know, going forward, what, what are we, what are we saying to the other clubs? What, what, you know, what, what are we doing? You know, you, they brought in the, 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 the fair play to, you know, as, as, as the name suggests, for fair play across the board. And if that's not the case. Um, you know, there's serious questions to ask and serious problems going forward because make no mistake about it, you know, Man City now will 
will blow everyone out of the water again going forward, whether it'll be this summer or whether it'll be next summer. I wouldn't be surprised if they make some huge bids this summer because, or, you know, in the next transfer window, because there's not many teams that will be. And they've, so, you know, they've got all their power and they've got all that money back. I, wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they start putting in some silly bids again. And I don't know, I don't know where that ends. And I don't know, you know, yeah, it's 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 tough. It's it's. I, I expected them. I expected them to get a year ban. That was what I thought um, would happen. And I, I was I was quite shocked to, when 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 they got you know. Got the thing off. the thing that's really obviously weird about this is that I, I think by probably by Wednesday uh, the CAS are going to release their more detailed review of this, aren't they? So we'll have a bit of a clearer idea probably tomorrow or maybe Thursday about what it is specifically that they've kind of you know they, they've come to their decision over. Um, but I, I thought because I think your point was really interesting about how people react to this and it's being and, and again it's because there's a there's a there's a company line and 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 we're all. We're all, to some degree or another, kind of indoctrinated into whether it's a football club or whether we're, you know, we're, we're really like we bought buy into a brand or whether it's a games console or anything. We've all got our think our sides, as it were, in things. And and I think the way that City are promoting this is as a win, as a big win, because they have to. Because if they come, if they they there's no value to them to be like, oh my, like you know, to to really sell the negative side of the story. And it should be because, I mean, the, the point about this is they got a 10 million fine. Everyone went, oh, 10 million, nothing. That's still the biggest fine that's been handed out since the, since they handed out a 49 million fine to them in, like, what, 2014 or whatever. Like, that's, and, and it, it seems like nothing because it's City and we've all got our, and all the City fans are going, oh, 10 million, nothing, laughing money bags. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, we were, we're meant to look at that as a really severe fine, but we can't because in the grand scheme of the money in football, it looks like an absolute drop in the ocean and it was interesting but I think what's really interesting is reading the journalists responses to it and, and across the board even places I wouldn't necessarily expect there's a lot of people just going like it's like it's it's still serious the idea that City have gotten away gotten away with it is more that is more the truth than necessarily that they've been completely exonerated because they haven't been exonerated that you know there's there's still too many okay you were alluding to because there's still too many gray areas within it and look I mean I get it if I was a Liverpool if, if I am a Liverpool fan if this was a Liverpool <laughs> situation um so I did have a Mark Albridge moment there um this was um oh, I, 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 not a, I mean, Forest fans of, uh, no, um if, if if, if this was Liverpool, I can't help but think that we'd feel the same about it, you know, because because you create an us versus them mentality, and if you and it feels like the world is against you. So when you're told that you're off with it, you would you would double down on it, and you probably stick your fingers up, and we'd be like, ah, fuck the establishment, because that's what we're like as scousers. We think this was a massive conspiracy against us. So I get why City fans have reacted like that, but I also do feel it's a little bit, it's not as clean as I think that a lot of them are trying to portray that it is. I, I agree with that, and I think you know on on the future of FFP. I see so many people on Twitter um, saying that basically you know that's the end of FFP. I'm not I'm not sure that it is to be honest with you. I mean, FFP was brought in to make sure the football clubs in in around Europe, the top European clubs, sort of play within the means a little bit. Now, obviously, Manchester City have probably overspent, um, but we are, what we have seen is FFP has been a success for you know clubs aren't in financial hardship across the top leagues anymore, um, that, and and that I think is a good thing. 
you know, and you know, yes, there's clubs that are in the championship, probably the worst clubs for it, by the way, because of the because of the way that that's run and the link up with the Premier League and stuff. But generally speaking, I don't see that this is the end of FFP. I think it's very, very difficult to actually catch anybody doing anything wrong. I think you need the uh, you need the journalists to be a little bit more on point. They need to investigate a year after it's happened rather than five years after it's happened because <laughs> the day. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Spiegel stuff just came out too late ultimately. And, and yes, they'll maybe think twice about going after a club like Manchester City now and a club like PSG because they've got so much money that they can spend. But it might it might actually, that 9 million quid or 10 million quid might just be a deterrent to Manchester City. And if, if what it might mean is that going forwards, Paul, that we actually end up with a more transparent procedure for FFP. Because right now it's all behind closed doors a little bit. If there's just a more agreeable solution where everybody shows each other the working out, maybe that's how FFP fixes everything. Well, it's meant to be that already, isn't it? And they're saying that's the same. It's, 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 it's a bit of an honour system at the moment. So maybe there needs to be tighter regulations so that it's not, you know, so the clubs have to be more forthcoming on stuff. But look, I think the reason why I think it's fucked FFP is that because you're right, in a general sense, it's fine. It's it's designed to stop the mega rich clubs just running away with it. But what it's really said, no, is it wasn't. Yes. It was de- no, it wasn't. It was designed to stop people fucking going bankrupt. No, I know, I know. But also, but also at the same at the same time, it's 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 the stop. It's the stop a mega rich owner coming in and throwing. Un, un, you know, unending sums of money at, at, at a problem. It's designed to kind of reduce the impact of that as well. You know, I'm not saying what you're. I'm not saying it wasn't also to kind of no, it, help. It wasn't. It was the, that, that part of it wasn't. That sorry, that part of it wasn't really doing it. It was if that owner leaves. That's what it was designed for. If that owner then leaves, not to actually stop the owner spending money because it's about how debt is written on at a football club, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's the thing. So what an owner does is they spend all this money, they end up with these huge wages, and then if that person leaves, the football club's fucked. It yeah. actually wasn't supposed to stop them spending the money. Well, no, but, where, but the point is, is that you can only spend within your means is the point. And so it, it does, whether it was an intended purpose or not, what it did was it stopped clubs from pouring endless sums of, uh, sums of money in it, which is why, you know, you, what City and Chelsea did 
is not was not possible under FFP because you you you've got to have you can't just take we can't buy Wickham tomorrow and spend four, 500 billion pounds making them the biggest club in the world because their revenues are never going to match that you need to grow organically to bring the fans in to bring the revenue streams in and city have about you know and again unproven now i've tried the best to to bolster those books because you wanted to sponsor man city because they weren't a very fashionable football club and what it means is is that look at look at PSG getting away with things on a technicality. Man City, I think, will, you know, a lot of this, will, there will be technicalities within it because when you can afford the best lawyers in the world, you can get away with anything. Because yeah, it's all just, corrupt. Exactly. The whole and thing is corrupt. Like, yeah. I just, no matter, if the rules are there and you found someone's broken them, then, like I said, a £10 million fine, really, to City, it's not even a slap on the wrist, is it? It's like, uh, so it's you can't just allow that to be, Happening, but like it's just cut off. You ain't fair, FIFA, all of them, mate. Like, just carry on. No, it's right, isn't it? And 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 that's the thing about it is that what and what why I think it, it damages it long term is that Man City have just set a precedent. All you do is you just you're just non-compliant. You say, mm-hmm. nah, all right, we're not gonna we're not gonna help with your organisation of things. Yeah, and you can drag a lot of it out because you know and 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 and. and kind of obfuscate the situation make it difficult for people to pin you down and and other clubs will do that other people will follow suit there's people there'll be people waiting on the wings i think you might have mentioned it the other day chris is that like the newcastle takeover don't be shocked if that all of a sudden goes ahead because there's been a path that's been shown forward and how how you go about doing things and again the 10 a 10 million slap on the wrist or probably tickle under the ribs as it really is for Man City at this point they're just laughing at it more than anything else is worthwhile for the benefits that they've gotten from the way in which they've achieved even if you even if you take into consideration how much they'd have paid for sport washing you know what I mean that's what they've done that's what they've done you know and that's the like bringing it all almost back to the beginning of this is that that's the thing that I can't get my head around and I can see fairly level-headed Manchester City fans on Twitter like like it was it was it was that corrupt UEFA mate mate take a step back the most corrupt people in football just happen to own your football club yeah. I'm not asked if they overspend really I just make yeah. the Premier League more special to me we've managed to beat. The, the, the biggest assembled squad ever by 20 points in the toughest league in the world. I'm sound with that. Mm. You know, and I think <laughs> we can do it again next season, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. But, like, this whole thing where sport washing works, like, I mean, it really does work. Like, and it's mad that it it's the same problems that we've got in society. Funnily enough, in politics and everything else, it's just money and fucking liars in the top <laughs> positions yeah. seems to be, and we're all seem to be okay with it, and we just go along blindly. Yeah, okay, Manchester City, yeah, yeah. And they just parrot what the club is saying, it's bullshit, like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's an interesting story, we had some comments coming while we were doing that. Ethan Watson says, you for a joke, can't punish clubs for doing wrong. If you're going to give them a ban, keep it. And if they haven't done anything wrong, then why give them a ban in the first place? Stuart Wisby again says, City's ban was never going to be held up. They would always buy themselves out of it. The FFP might as well be scrapped. It's total embarrassment. Slick Daddy Chris, who is... Oh, Chris, have you been typing comments? Was it me? Yeah, 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 me. <laughs> um, was it, was it, I think that's my second YouTube account. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got a third one called Fat Daddy Chris. <laughs> sounds like it, it sounds more like your porn up channel to be honest. Like uh, <laughs> money talk, uh, that's people. Not porn up channel, but that's me only fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
people should be banned by Hayley. You can tell her on that now, you know. Just a few little photos of me bottom from behind. It's beautiful. <laughs> okay, feet pics apparently. <laughs> that. Um, the um, James will tell us that story again, Sober. Um, Joe Rainbird, uh, Man City's fines between 8 to 10. Shake Mansoura earns 115,000 a minute. That means he could pay the fine in less than an hour and a half. Are you for fucking morons or what? Uh, as Steel Dragon turn as the fact City is still pushing to win this year's Champions League, swayed CAS to exonerate. Look, I think the idea that there's any corruption among CAS is, 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 is a stretch. Like, it might, the, hey, listen, there might be, but that for me borderlines border on, on conspiracy theory and that's not to say this is the problem with conspiracy theories sometimes they're founded in truth and sometimes really wild ones turn out to be truth but in this instance to throw out a suggestion that like the cause of arbitration for sports is corrupt is a is that's that's a bit fatuous <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Don't get me wrong. When you see like the La Liga chairman coming out and being like it's not fit for purpose, I go, oh, that's interesting. But also realise like they've got a massive vested interest in Man City not being successful um, because it means that the, you know there's a more likelihood that Real Madrid and Barcelona will be successful. But yeah, uh, interesting stuff. Uh, and wait, lastly, just want to welcome first team uh, member Eth Sham Ul Hassan. Thank you very much for joining the Red Men TV memberships as well. Um, right. Uh, we're gonna it's just a moat then, Chelsea. It's just, it's just was it to jump it. in like you couldn't find the button or <laughs> No, I was just made up that there was a new member watching, so I thought I could watch it. Amazing. She's, She's really getting into this. Showing me up here, Chelsea. Yeah. Um right, James. Um do you know what your topic is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to talk about the um I wanted to talk about well the the, the rest of the season really. Um and and and, and the, you know the, the the points record um, versus the the record of the most points in the Premier League versus uh, playing some of our youngsters and giving them lots and lots of minutes. So on the on the on the one hand, um, you know obviously we want to, we want to you know break break the, the the Premier League points record set by City. We want to get that, but at, at what you know at what cost does that mean that you know our youngsters who we're all really really excited about. Um, and hoping, you know, that they push on next season. You know, we've already mentioned Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, Nico Williams. They're the sort of three main ones for me. Um, but yeah, you know, we've got an opportunity now, you know, for, that, that, you know to give these guys minutes. Um, you know, are we, we, we've dropped a couple of points now since the restart. Um, so I just want, I just kind of wanted to gauge where everyone's heads was at, really. Whether, I... you, whether oh. you want to go for the points record, whether it's, whether it's just beating our own, points record from last season which for me would be that would be an achievement to say that we've improved you know year on year um, or whether it's worth just going you know what bollocks we've won the league for the first time in 30 years fuck everyone else let's just play the kids and have a really cool time yeah I I I, I... I think this. I was thinking about this because I've been saying I'm not asked about the points record particularly, and, and not that I'm not asked about it. If Liverpool did it, I'd be made up because I think they deserve a points record because I think how great this season's been. I think it deserves something more than just the Premier League title, and that's not to say that to value the Premier League title because ultimately, if they don't get it, I will. I won't be asked. I won't be upset. Is the way I might be. I might be a tinge of disappointment, but I won't be upset in the way that I was when we didn't win the league last season. You know, we've won the league. That's all I've, I've wanted for thirty years. We let when we see it lifted. I'm that's probably when I'm going to cry like a baby when I see it actually lift it because that's the moment when it's all real and stuff. But this city stuff 
has added a little tinge to this for me, and I just want us to break the points record now. It's on. It's only just come to me in the last like twenty four hours or whatever. I've now got a more of a burning desire to see it happen, just as a big fuck you, you know, and just to be like, actually, nah, I am. Um, I, I want us to do it because I want us to be able to say, not only did we beat them to the league, we also did it whilst breaking their points record. And regardless of how people want to judge them and all that kind of stuff, I like the idea that we can sit above even that great city with the best manager in the world and the most expensively constructed, blah, blah, blah. Um, I like the idea of Liverpool sitting right on top of that table as well would be glorious for me. Yeah, for sure. I think also, I, I think you can do both, really. Um, so I play a lot of FIFA, as people might know, and it's what I'm doing now. I've already won the league, but I keep some of the kids on the bench. And then if I'm 2 or 3 nil up, then I give them like 10, 15 minutes. Well, I think I do want us to do it. I, I, I'm like the same as you. Like, I'm, I wouldn't be crying myself to sleep at night if we didn't do it. Like, ultimately, we wanted the Premier League, whether it was a point or on goal difference, we would have took it, right? But now we're in a position where we can do it. It's kind of just like, well, why not? We might as well go for it as well, right? And we, it's like an extra bonus to win. It's like having two breakfasts or something at the same time. Like, you might as well. So um, so I definitely do that. Listen, when, whenever I'm away now, I'm, I'm locked down. I've been having two. I've been having pancakes after me, full English. So that's exactly how I feel like we should be going for it. And then oh, bring gosh. the kids on, you know what I mean? But yeah, I, I want us to do it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, just a word of warning, Chelsea. If you have pancakes after every full English, after a few <laughs> years, you'll start to look like me. So maybe after maybe after lockdown stops, yeah, just knock that on the head while you still can. All right. <laughs> noted, noted. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah, we've all, we've become the men we are today with approaches like that. This for better than this. Uh, yeah. I didn't get no, where I, I, I am today by saying no to pancakes, Paul Machen. I, I, I love that notion. Though. I think that's absolutely spot on. Is that you know we've had this tasty meal and getting the points record is like is you know it's like carrying on. It's like do you do you finish your dinner, do you just get up and walk out the restaurant, or do you sit and hang around? with your mates and you'd have a little like a little Irish coffee at the end yeah. and have a little chat and all that kind of stuff that's what that's, that's what it, it feels like Chris I'm um, I'm I, I want the points record but I want next season's Premier League more um, mm. so I'm not saying that going for the points record really hinders you but taking into uh, taking into account everything, the pandemic, the probable lack of transfer fees, everything else, I think it's a good thing to get young players blooded in in case you need them next season. Now, they might just be the difference, you know, next season for, for having a few more games under his belt. Nico might come in and get a few assists. That you know, It's all up in the air, of course, but they're definitely not going to be worse players for having more game time. Um, so it's we've won the battle this season. Winning the Premier League, I want Liverpool to win the war, and that's the Premier League next year and the year after that. And I'm not bothered if we don't get the points record, but we get the next two Premier Leagues because that yeah. matters more to me. Yeah, 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 of course. Having 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 those options, you know, having those lads that we, we, we mentioned earlier, fully fit with with serious Premier League experience, having started important games against big clubs, that can only be a good thing. For me, you know, having those options next season, we want we want everyone available. We want every single option because I want, like Chris said, I want I want it next year. Next year's the one. Win it twice in a row. There's no arguments. There's no questions. There's no fucking hat. There's no asterisks. No, and and that's absolutely right, isn't it? I think you know, um, and then the final. 
the final topic then that we've got is is Chelsea's topic. Um, <laughs> so what is it you want to talk about, Chelsea? I and mean, Paul has just joined us again. Same time. <laughs> is he back? Excellent. Yeah, he's, he's got back, a little yeah. going on. So I want to talk about. Well, obviously. You know, it comes to the end of the season, new season, new kits. Um, so I'm actually, I'm, I've got a job next week for, for Nike and, and um, JD. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but whatever. So I'm, I'm doing uh, the kit. I'm wearing the away kit and the third kit. And it got me thinking about, like, all the names that we've had as well on the backs of our shirts. Because, I mean, I haven't had terrible ones. You know, God forbid I uh, someone had, like, Charlie Adam or someone, like, pat on it, like, just now. <laughs> I had... Um, I love number seven, so I did have a Harry Kewl one, which, oh, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. I come off after, like, five minutes at Istanbul, didn't he put it in? And I was pure proud with them on the back. <laughs> and, um, I had Tuesday as well, and I think he broke his leg. That's saying, like, the next game also. And so I don't have the best um, track record of, of people, but what about you? What have, are you liking what you've seen so far of the new kids? And I, I, what's the worst name you've had on the back? I, I, what I'm enjoying is that the, the, the fakers got hold of a third kit. I got it. Really interesting, that Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, Paul. Really Great interesting, mate. Let's try again. You are try again. Let's try one more time, mate. One, two, three. <sighs> Only messing. Yeah. Um, so there's, yeah, there's a fake kit doing the rounds where they've just robbed it off the they've just robbed it off some lads drawings of what he thinks it should look like they've actually printed it and they've been selling it all summer which I think is great I like the idea that someone's actually gone out there and bought bought that and it won't be a kit that Liverpool ever wear um <laughs> I, the, the, I, I like I like the look of the, the, the Nike stuff, and I was very critical about Liverpool taking Nike, and mainly because I just thought it was because I just wanted Adidas back more than anything else. Yeah, but um, yeah. I, I, I've I've been lucky in terms of names on the back. I've never I've never gotten for Liverpool players names on the back of my Liverpool shirt, apart from maybe after the fact, like I bought a Robbie Fowler one, like a retro yeah. one, that kind of stuff. I always tend to get my own name on the back, and I don't do that. <laughs> I mean, he's not here to reply, so let's just say he still does do that. He can't hear us. Chris, what about you? What have you had? Did you say Chris or James? No, wait, you oh, go, James. You whoever, go, James. You go, James. No, James oh, okay. No, I was just going to say, like, I was thinking of, I, I was thinking when, I, when when they sent the question across before, and, like, I remember those warrior kits we had, man, and, like, every single one of them was appalling. There was one with, like, there was a purple... One, there was one that had purple on it, and yeah, I, yeah there was one I, that purple one was horrible. And I remember, like, I've never had any names on any of my shirts. I don't think. I think I might have, I might have had a Gerard. No, I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever had any names on them. But I remember seeing, like, back in the day, I remember seeing someone with a Kyriakos shirt. Oh wow! Like that's bananas for so <laughs> many different reasons, apart from the cost, like. I mean, I'm all for, you know, championing our players, but Kyriakos, really? <laughs> like, that's like having Christian fucking Paulson on the back. It's bananas. <laughs> He's a cult hero. He wasn't a cult hero, was he? He was just fucking terrible. No, terrible. <laughs> no, someone said as well, I think it was, I was talking to Ross yesterday and he said, at least, um, you know, I think Paul Koncheski or something like that. Like, I wonder how many he sold. Not many, <laughs> not many is the answer. I um, I was slating him on a video once, Paul Koncheski, dead early days of Redmen, and I walked into 
the Eastern Diner on Allerton Road, and he was fucking there picking a Chinese up, and I was like, oh, shit. I absolutely <laughs> slated you I yesterday. You, I thought you were going to say you, 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 his mum started emailing you or turning up at your door. Well, that's what she does, isn't it? No, but no, I was lucky enough that his mother didn't get on to me. Um, Worst kits, pretty much away-wise, Warrior, all the aways, like James said. I mean, the black and grey one was not too bad from 12-13, but generally speaking, as a rule of thumb, all the Warrior aways can get in the bin. Was that purple? Yeah. Was that purple one that I met? Was that a, was that home or away? That was away, wasn't it? Away. Which one are you talking? The full purple with the white and grey shoulders, or the black, white and purple one? I think yeah, that one. I think I just remember I had horrible. Thirteen, fourteen had a terrible away, didn't it? And two, twelve, I'm looking at some now. Yeah, some terrible ones here. I, but... I enjoyed this. Any reason to go on LFC historical kits is just. It's, it's good for me. Like, I, you know, I, I love going on there and have a look at the kits. I'm not one that gets massively into the kits and stuff. The worst name I had on the back, though, was um, I thought Robbie Keane was going to be the answer at number seven, to be honest. Uh, we, all, we all did. We all did. Yeah. Yeah. Mid, probably Keen. early or mid 20s with Robbie Keane on the back, though. Oh, what's, no. the, uh, what's the answer to the worst name you've had on the back of your shirt, though, Chris? Can't really remember. <laughs> you got to say it. It wasn't a name, was it? Come on, I've done this on the show before. Do I need to do it again? Uh, go on. I want to know. It was initials. Chris had Chris had PF one on the back of his shit. His girlfriend bought it for him. Oh. Now I want suggestions from people as to what PF could stand for. And Chris, please don't use the expression. I'm not going to. I'm you not going tell to. What it stood for because it's not 2007 anymore. <laughs> Um, so first of all it was an outfield kit with the number one on the back that's, that's <laughs> enough to tell yeah it was clearly our one year anniversary it was our one year anniversary at the time and the P yeah. and the F stood for poo face because that's what she used to call me <laughs> James I fucking know mate I'd like to be like a t share right about now but I'm, a, oh. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm scared of exposing my belly to the viewers so I'm just going <laughs> to stay like this and just know that I'm probably crimson <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for making me do that again, Paul. To Chris's to Chris's benefit, right, and, and his credit, you didn't stop you wearing it. You oh, wore yeah. it. How many, oh, how many times yeah. did you wear it? Loads with jackets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was at it. You, but you, you, Chris would be at the bar, and you'd see someone go up to him and be and tap him on the shoulder <laughs> and go and be like, and you go, they're asking him about the shirt, and it, and, and, he'd have, and you'd have to. Extra- <laughs> Trying to explain what PF stood for. Oh, great days. Um, is, there a, is, there a, is there a reason why she called you Pooh Face? Is there like a story behind it? <laughs> is there an anecdote? Or was it just like... Did, no, did, never was there an important accident? Oh, wow. Silence speaks volumes. But I think he's just acting. He's just like this. Oh, wow. Oh, God, you baby Kai, James. You're welcome. Let us, yeah, let us know suggestions. Yeah, right. Great. Leave your best and worst. You went there. You went there. Comments. Kit names Fred Hinner Kessel had Jovanovic 14. Poor lad. 
But wow. Was a crazy decision. I nearly got... Someone... Letalic. Someone said um, they had yeah, Aspas. Sore as well. And then my mate also, Matt, he told me I was speaking to him last night. He said that he got Michael Owen like 10 minutes before he joined Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slide down. There's something a bit kitsch about getting Aspas though. I don't I don't hate that decision. There's something a little bit niche about it. There's a little yeah. bit like I'm far too cool for everyone else. Do you know what I mean? A little bit laugh lane, eh, James? A little bit Egbeth massive, isn't it, Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, there's a good story about a mate of ours. Had, uh, uh, a mate of a mate got Bowyer on the back of a shirt because that's his name, but it was also Liverpool were linked with Lee Bowyer, and the oh. transfer fell through, and he had he was walking through town, and some Evertonian came up to him and went, ah, you cunt, you never signed four years, but he was like... It's me. literally me. Um, right, we had a super chat in uh, from Scott Hawks. Uh, just going back to the city stuff, said rumours of City already. Of city spend their 150 million in the next transfer window proves how divorced they are from reality and how proud we should be of blowing them away this season. Hopefully, Amen. next season will be even sweeter. I, I again, from a city perspective, why not? I think it would take you know talk about like just doubling down on it. They should just go and spend 250 million just for a fucking they laugh. They need to. Have you seen the gap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, no, definitely, no, definitely. No. Right, we've got uh, one final question that came in from one of our uh, TheRemmerTV.com subscribers uh, from Jith, and he said, create the best five-a-side team out of video game characters. And now Chris Pajak assures me that he's absolutely nailed this. So I'll let Chris go first, and it gives it gives James and Chelsea a moment just to have a little, a little think. Yeah, okay. So, in goal... The, the white line from Pong. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing! <laughs> oh, Chris has just, won, one, Chris you just won the podcast. You've just won the podcast. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, at the back, I'm going for the Destroyer in Wario. Uh, got my little speed merchant in Sonic the Hedgehog. Ch- Chun Lee's there for her foot control. I think she'll fucking <laughs> absolutely dominate. Um, you know what I mean? And then Pez 6 Adriano because you're not getting better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like that. I was thinking, I was thinking on the lines of like, so uh, Earthworm Jim for, for, uh, is in there because he's just got a, he's got that extra reach. He can always he's got the tail. You can whip his head out if he needs to as well. Sonic is an obvious shot. I think you need a bit yeah. of you need a bit of pace down the flanks, don't you? But then you could also go. Do you do you put like Blanca in midfield, centre midfield? You know he's Brazilian for a start. A Brazilian DM is what you're looking for, <laughs> and also he's big and green, and he can make ele- himself electric. I mean, talk about an archetypal midfield destroyer. I think you're not getting too much better than that. And then you know it's a bit a bit of a boring choice, but having a Mario is a good all rounder, isn't he? You know, good in the air. Um, if you really, if you really... can turn his hand to pretty much any sport as well, we know that. <laughs> Mario and Sonic Olympics. <laughs> he's, he's, he might be the, the Chelsea Graves of computer games. <laughs> where, where, where he is. Um, Tell me about Adriano from Pez 6, though. Come on. Because I mean, he just rounds out the football team, doesn't he? Shot power 99, baby. Yeah. In fact, 4, 5, or 6, Adriano's great. Yeah. Good, good, good shot, though. From anywhere, didn't he? 
Or what was the other one in, in Pez as well? In, in a Master League, was it Castillo or something? Stolo. With the braids? Castolo. Yeah. He was the little G for me. Who <laughs> used to do all kinds. Anyway, so I've been playing um, Pokemon as well. Don't judge me. Actually, judge me. I'm not bothered about that. So there's this big fat Pokemon called Snorlax. So he'd be in goal for me because it'd literally fill up the goal. So you've got no worries there. And then I was thinking Rayman, like you just mentioned then. Paul, you know, his body parts can fly everywhere, swimming field, you know, throw his arm back, do that. And then I had Sonic up front and maybe Zelda could come in there because he's a bit mystical with his powers. He could, like, do the... Link, you mean? Link. Don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, link. But we could, could see, could see the vein going in Chris's head the second. I know, it's like, Link, you mean Link? Well, you know what I mean? It, that game. Um, I haven't played Zelda, you know, I've got it. I just got no me switched. Yeah, I know. Don't judge me. Well, when I've completed it, when I've completed it, I'll come for you because you're obviously uh, you've got all the cheats. You've got all the cheats. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm missing one player, but I, I can't think. I think we should give it over to James. What have you got? I, 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 yeah, I, I definitely go with Sonic. I was thinking in goal. You remember that Dal Sim character from Street oh. Fighter? With, yeah, the one stretch, yeah. long with the stretchy, you try and score past Dalsim. Yeah. Oh, I never no, played that. One hand in one corner, one foot up there. <laughs> <laughs> no Sorry, what would he do again, James? One hand there and one foot where? One hand there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Brilliant. And I'd probably, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have that lunatic Trevor from Grand Theft Auto. Oh. Uh, in the middle of the park. Because if you try and get like past you're him, yeah, literally yeah. yeah mess you up yeah definitely that's a sick one I yeah, was going to go for someone like Nathan Drake from Uncharted but I have a sneaking suspicion he's terrible at footy he like lads who wear shoes like that lads <laughs> who generally lads who own those hiking shoe things with the exception of Chris by the way because I know he does it, it, it tends to be you know all active ventures I bet like yeah I'm into BMX <laughs> yeah I bet he's terrible they just are like I mean they just tend to be like that um, so yeah I, I, I leave your suggestions in the comments I think it's a brilliant topic thanks so much to Jith for that one um, yeah leave us your dream Five aside of video game characters alongside, and I get we'll get Ross actually to uh, to promote a couple of them via Twitter because I think it's a, it's it's an absolutely belter of a topic. Right there we go. Thank you so much to um to everyone who's joined in, who's joined us live for the podcast. For those of you who've commented, uh, to Scott Hawks who dropped the super chat, uh, to there he is, uh, Sham uh, for becoming a brand new Redman member. So he's a two hundred and first member, yeah, two hundred and first <laughs> member on, uh, on on over here on YouTube. So thank you, thank you, thank you so very much um we me and chris are going to be back live um on wednesday before the arsenal game 7 30 live on the channel doing our own commentary of course uh, if you haven't checked it out do come and check it out loads of fun to be had uh with us uh obviously to be one no um no. unless you've got well, what what you're offering i, I was just thinking about the fun i was pf wants it <laughs> <laughs> fantastic callback love that yeah, Chris gets the meat you want to. He lets you he lets you on the secret story. If, if, yeah, uh, if you sign up to the redmentv.com, just saying, probably not, probably not again. Um, right, yes, but obviously keep up to date with James and Chelsea as well via their wonderful social media profiles uh, and beyond. Chelsea, you're doing the podcast at the moment, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I've got two episodes left, which is fun. And uh, what else? Yeah, just I'm looking for a new team now. I've just bought a house back in Liverpool, so. Well, it's actually over the water. I can't lie. It's too bad. 
but yeah, it's nice though. It's nice, boys. When I've got my house on, and the invites will be in the post, and Chris has got to wear a shirt. So, yeah. I don't think I've got it anymore, to be honest. Oh, stop it. You've got I, it. I, I, mean, I, I know I haven't got it. But, uh, <laughs> it was There was a pile of Liverpool shirts that are in me, that are in my boot there going to kit it out. That one didn't make the pile. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. I might, I might have it, actually. I might have rescued that one just for pure comedy value down the line. <laughs> um, right. Oh, and uh, so I just put it in the comments. Thank you. Louise Cochran just joined as a first team member as well. So thanks very much to, uh, to Louise. Um, <laughs> Guys, you've been absolutely brilliant. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for watching and for listening as well. Uh, and we'll be back with another Red Men podcast next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.